Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We are joined by the athletic director over at Bates College, Mr. Kevin McHugh, making his long-awaited return to the Breakfast Club. Good morning, Kevin. <laughs> Good morning. You've been uh, you've been all over the place lately. Every time I turn around, oh, Kevin's out of town this weekend. He's out here. You've been traveling all over the place with Bates, Bates well, Athletics. Where where you been? Actually, I haven't done a whole lot of traveling. Traveling, I've traveled to you know our our various fields. Been out at our rowing and track, and yeah, just you know with uh, the way the weather has been, we've got a lot of catching up to do. So you know a lot of Saturday Sunday events, and yeah, just a lot of time spent trying to make sure things happen the way they're supposed to happen. And luckily, we have a, a great staff that ensures that it, now that we have snow off of our facilities, we're, we're able to do those things. Let's let's talk a little about uh, about that challenge because spring sports. You know, the high schools go in here till June, but you guys, you know, you guys are done, what, around the end of May or something? Yeah. So yeah. you've got to cram a lot of things in, and this weather was not conducive to getting a lot of stuff in in the late winter, early right. spring for baseball and lacrosse and things like that. And and that's always a challenge in Maine. I mean, you know you know, in Maine your, your spring is going to be short-lived. In fact, we, we kind of kid that we don't really ever get spring. We just kind of go from winter into, into summer. But, yeah, we finish up right around the end of May. Um, and, uh, yeah, so depending on, on how, how long the winter stretches, that, that obviously compacts everything. Um, the fortunate side, in some respects, now we're in this um, – well, right now this week is a break week for us. We just finished our semester, and we go into short term, which is a you know, five-week program, um, kind of like a January term. But, um, but that allows us to, you know, to, to be able to play a lot of contests, in a, in a, at least particularly for you know, sports like baseball and softball where they have to get a lot of games in. But, uh, yeah, this, this year was one of those maybe once a decade where – you know, everything just happened where, you know, to conspire to make it that much more difficult. <laughs> that's certainly half of the, you, you know, any type of squirrels or anything like that going around too, you know? Well, that's left over, yeah. But no, we, um, <laughs> and speaking of the high schools, I mean, we have, you know, we've got requests every day. We had three, I think, lacrosse games Saturday on our turf field because a lot of the high schools still can't get on their fields. And so um, we've had to turn down requests, unfortunately, for uh, our baseball and softball field because our grounds guys are just—they're just overwhelmed. You know, after a, you know, winter of trying to get all the snow and ice off, now they have to restore the campus, and you know, they've got to not only take care of our facilities but the rest of the college, preparing for commencement and all those kinds of things. So, um, it's all, a lot of different impacts. But again, we're trying to work with our programs, but also with the local folks. We uh, we do a lot with Lewiston, obviously with EL and. Uh, trying to support the the communities as well you, you guys also allow a lot of off-season basketball with the gyms as well so i know you've got to yeah especially around commencement time you've got to get the gym ready for the commencement and everything else but uh actually we're yeah we're lucky that we don't use the gym that the backup is uh, is is merrill gymnasium so not the alumni gym actually i, sh- I should have checked um john furbush is running a clinic today speaking of basketball and local uses um our men's basketball coach has a has a community clinic that runs all this week to to line up with uh because i think this is aren't, aren't schools off this it week is, as well yes. so you know uh they, they try and line that up and have something for those kids now let's talk a little bit about the uh, the men's basketball program they had a very very successful season yeah yeah uh, arguably the most successful season in in the history of the school at least you know the most wins in school history um advancing to the to the sweet 16 which is which has never been done actually we've never even made 
the tournament. So the the whole uh, sort of hoopla surrounding you know the announcement because now even on Division Three they kind of do a, a modified uh, tournament announcement and and we were on the bubble to be honest and so you know being in the locker room with the team and the coaches and and watching the 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 show the the streaming of the of the live show and the announcement was. Uh, it was about as dramatic as it gets. And then, you know, we get in and not only did we, you know, we get into the tournament, but won a couple games, went almost, you know, a game shy of being at the, in the final eight. And uh, so, yeah, really a lot to celebrate there. Kevin McHugh is the athletic director over at Bates College. We'll have more with him coming up. It's 12 past 8, 43 degrees. You're listening to The Breakfast Club on Z1055. Bringing you the 80s, 90s, and today. It's Bates Athletic Director Kevin McHugh joins us now. Actually rejoins us. He'd already joined us for one segment, not to make it sound like he just walked in. You know, that's that's not the case. Well, men's uh, men's basketball had a very successful winter. Obviously, there were plenty of other sports going on in the winter, too. Let's talk about what happened there. Yeah, um, it's it's sometimes a temptation to get caught up with um, with sort of the headliner, but um, we, had a, we had a pretty good winter all the way around. We had um, our swimming team... Both our men's and women's swimming and diving team uh, qualified a number of kids, eight, eight women, four men that went to the national championships. Um, the women ended up finishing 11th in the country. The guys were, I think, in the, in the 30s someplace, but for them that was a significant accomplishment. Um, 30 All-Americans and all kinds of records that were broken. Our women's squash team finished 15th this year in the country. Our men were a little ahead of them. They finished 13th. but. For the first time ever in school history, um, we had a young man win a national championship, uh, the individual national squash championship, um, Ahmed Abdel Khalik, who's a young man from Egypt who plays number one on our team, is undefeated for, uh, for a couple years now um, in, in regular play, but um, again, won our first ever national championship. Um, our ski teams always do well. They finish 17th in the country, so that's our alpine skiing and our Nordic skiing, men and women combined. And then... Um, our indoor track programs, both our men and women qualified uh, seven and five individuals respectively for the, um, for the national championships, had a, I think 12 All-Americans there, and uh, the men finished ninth in the country. So again, not a bad, not a bad winner, all things considered. I would, I would say so. Um, also, some, some changes with, uh, with women's basketball. Yeah. You're going to be uh, looking for a new head coach. Yep, yep. Jim Murphy is retiring. Um, I would say the iconic Jim Murphy, I'm sure you probably run across Coach Murphy in, in, uh, in your coverage of, of local sports. Um, incredibly successful, um, both in soccer and uh, he hasn't coached soccer for, I think, four or five years, but, um, but both basketball and soccer. Speaking of Sweet 16, he bought uh, the women's basketball team a number of years back, made it to the Sweet 16, um, and uh, he also uh, won the, or the NESCAX in, uh, in soccer as well, so um, over a, a tenure of uh, 20 plus years, um, really, really been uh, ultra successful. Has, you know, a ton of alums out there in the business that are coaching and doing things professionally. That you know, I think attribute a lot to of their success to being a part of his program. So um, we'll miss him, you know, incredibly. But we hope to hire a uh, the best basketball coach in the country that we can get. How, how's the uh, how's the search going? Good, good. We just we just got underway. I mean, last week we just opened up um, the. Um, you know the advertisement for the position and uh yeah already we've had uh we've got a number of applications i've had all kinds of contacts and uh that'll continue for uh you know next couple of weeks we'll we'll kind of put our pool together and then we'll start making some decisions about finalists and who we want to bring to campus so hopefully we'll wrap it up by uh hopefully by the end of uh, the school year 
Kevin McHugh is the athletic director over at Bates College. Um, how, baseball, softball, lacrosse, that's all going on right now. Let's yep, yep. start dipping into that a little bit. Yeah, actually, let's start off with our men's lacrosse team because they, they made some news a week ago. They beat Tufts, who at the time was number one in the country. He was the defending national champ. Hadn't been beaten, I think, in two-plus years at home in something like 28 games. And uh, we beat them pretty well and then went on less than a week later to beat Middlebury, who was number six in, six in the country. And that was the first time ever in program history that our lacrosse team has beaten Middlebury. So really a sensational week for them. It kind of propelled them into the national rankings. Right now they're ranked 14th. Um, we play Colby on Wednesday to figure out sort of the seedings for the NESCAC uh, championships, and then and it takes off from there. Um, men's and women's tennis have, have been playing pretty well. Our men are ranked 20th, I think, in the country, and women are like 40th. Um, and they've got they've got a few more NESCAC matches to go. Um, the men's track team just hosted the state of Maine championships over the weekend, and and uh, and our our men's team won that for the sixth consecutive year. So that's all the Maine schools used to include actually the University of Maine up until a, a few years ago when they they kind of split off from that, but. Um, and then our, our rowing teams are doing real well. They they actually got on the river for the first time in you know since since the winter. This just this past week they they got the docks back up in in green, and uh, we hosted a, a, a rowing race uh, several races this past weekend. And uh, our women are currently ranked third in the country, and and both the men and women had a really really successful weekend uh, racing. So spring sports you know for the most part doing real real well. Kevin McHugh's athletic director over at Bates College. We'll have more with him coming up. It's 825, 45 degrees, Z1055. We all know how expensive shoes and boots can be. I have a favorite pair of winter boots that were a disaster. 838, 46 degrees. Kevin McHugh is the athletic director at Bates College. He is in now and catching up. Got a couple more segments here. There's a lot of, uh, there's an event coming up, a, a triathlon. Can we talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I'd love to talk about that. Um, had a young man named David Curie, who's, uh, he was the punter on our football team. Extraordinary punter, actually. And, um, he came up, he was a teammate of uh, John Durkin, and John um, was an economics major for us, a linebacker on the football team, and tragically passed away a couple years ago. And Dave um, got this idea to try and both raise some funds. There's a John Durkin Scholarship Fund that was ongoing, established uh, quite a while back when he first passed. And uh, Dave wanted to be able to raise some funds by that, but also just to remember his teammate and to kind of do something on a on a permanent basis to to kind of keep that memory intact and so he decided to try and stage a, a triathlon the first annual john nolan durkin triathlon on and it's this basically a race on campus a, you know triathlons are fairly typical swim uh bike and then run and um he's doing it in in a in a way to get uh participation but also the each of the participants obviously pay a fee and that goes towards that scholarship fund and so it's gonna the event's gonna take place on sunday may 17th and uh, right now um dave has just been incredible hustling uh, i think everybody he knows including me and uh, some of our staff are, are signed up for this in fact if you know anybody that's a that's that's a biker we still need a biker on our team i've got my swim coach leading off the swim heat and i'm going to try the run part but um we've got right now dave's got 41 teams signed up teams of three and then another seven that are going to do the whole triathlon solo so we're talking about 130 participants in an event that only became reality you know a couple months ago so wow. that's where we're at that's pretty awesome to, to have stuff like that that's a good way to good way to memor uh, memorialize someone as well as that happens each year so 
good stuff there. Award stuff coming up too. Yep, we um, we have a whole kind of season now where we get into you know as we head towards commencement, um, we do some things on an annual basis um, for about the the tenth year now running. Um, we have what's called a scholar athlete society, and so. Every year we induct the top seniors who um, have played a varsity sport for at least three years and have a cumulative grade point average of 3.5 or better during their, during their time at Bates. And so they get inducted into this Scholar-Athlete Society. Um, again, it's an ongoing thing. We also induct some, um, some, some alums and uh, usually either a faculty member or a coach. And this year, uh, Bob Flynn, longtime uh, skiing coach, uh, baseball assistant, um, Bates grad, um, kind of legendary, um, sort of in that same iconic vein as, as Coach Murphy. Um, coach Flynn is going to be inducted along with these, uh, with these other athletes. But we also celebrate our two top scholar athletes um, that are seniors with the, with the highest grade point average. So we've got two, two runners that um, it's just incredible, just shy of a 4.0 for four years at, at Bates, and, and we recognize them as well. So, yeah, some, some cool stuff coming up. Kevin McHugh is the athletic director over at Bates College. Of course, you can follow Bates Athletics on Twitter. Just look for Bates Athletics. See? How, good, how good is that? Bates Athletics or Bates Sports? Athletics. Athletics. That's what I thought. I had if you just right go to Bates, there. you can find pretty much Bates.edu, and you can find everything else from there. We'll have more from Kevin coming up. It's 841. 46 degrees, C1055. The Breakfast Club! Oxford Networks. Degrees. Kevin McHugh is in. He's the athletic director over at Bates College. For more information on Bates, go to bates.edu. You can check out the athletic programs right from that link as well. Special Olympics track meet coming up on Friday, May 8th. Yeah, um, and if I can just back up for a second, sure. though, I, I just just to touch on the uh, on the triathlon, I I, mm-hmm. I really I guess I can't stress enough because Dave was going to be a guest today and uh, couldn't make it. He's actually interviewing for law schools now, but um, you know th- this whole thing is taking place pretty much on the Bates campus or around. But he had to he had to work with the city of Lewiston to get permission to block off streets. You know, there's, there's, a, there's a whole lot of detail involved in this. And again, for a, a student, he basically did this as like an independent study. And um, he also pulled in Buffalo Wild Wings, the local Buffalo Wild Wings as a, as a sponsor. And, and so again, it's from soup to nuts in terms of the organization or taking and putting an online um, you know, website where you can donate and then lining up sponsorship. And, and again, I just, I, I really want to give him a plug. Um, but yeah, getting back, we've got a couple special events that we finish up the year. Um, we've had a we've had a, a working relationship now with uh, with Special Olympics. We're we're it's called a Special Olympics College. It's a different designation where not only do we host Special Olympic events, but we try and do uh, awareness activities, raising um, awareness for. Uh, the needs of, of Special Olympics and, and Olympians. And um, we also try and do some, um, some opportunities where our athletes uh, actually train with their athletes. So we've had the Navigators, um, which is a local Special Olympics team that have been practicing all winter at our, at our gym, but we do combined uh, practices with them on, on um, every, every month or so. Uh, but at, on the 8th, we're going to host a Special Olympics track meet. It's uh, Androscoggin County-wide meet really big and it's one of those things where we're looking for volunteers from all over our campus as well as the community local community come out and support they um they're looking for timers and people to help out with awards but even just um somebody you know come by and be a fan in the stands it's you know it's really something terrific when the special olympians um have an event like this and 
and get the kind of support um, that you would at you know any other kind of sporting event because they put everything they have into uh, into their training and into their competition. And so again, if if folks are around, we'd love to have them come out. Um, the other one that I'd, I'd mention is we have um, what we call our student athlete uh, council field day. This will be I think the eighth year that we've done this where. Every one of our sport teams, for the most part, um, gets together and decides to um, on a particular activity that they're going to do, and we invite local school children for an afternoon on a Sunday. So it's Sunday the 24th. Um, we get um, upwards of 300 local kids that will come up, and they rotate through all these different activities that our, our athletes host. So our, our kids, our athletes, our student athletes get to interact with the local school children from the Lewiston-Auburn area, and it's a, it's a fun afternoon of of games and, and snacks and, and again just a, a nice partnership with uh, with the local communities. And in fact I'm leaving here to meet with a young lady that's kind of organizing and that's the other part that's great about it is our, our student athlete council um, which is a group of students that I meet with on a, on a monthly basis and our captains pretty much get together and they run that whole thing and, and um, really a terrific event. So kind of that's how we tie up the year. We have commencement on the 31st and then, uh, then the kids are out of here. It's SAAC Field Day. Yep. Yep. Sunday the 24th. So, yep, we'll have stuff out in the schools pretty soon, trying to promote that and get participation. And, again, we, uh, we expect uh, somewhere between two and 300 kids to be up here on campus having a good time. Job searches as well. I know we had talked about the women's basketball job, but there's other uh, yep. other uh, career opportunities. Yeah, we do. We're we're gonna ho we have a, a compliance position, and depending on the um, the level of expertise, experience, it will be either an associate or an assistant director. Um, so an administrative position for us, and uh, someone that um, can do hopefully a lot of things, but focus on compliance, which uh, these days ends up being uh, being a pretty substantial job in of itself. Now it's Boston Marathon Day. You didn't you didn't want to run the marathon this year? No, nice nice way to segue into that. No, I, my my Boston Marathon Day. You have to qualify. You know, most of the people have to qualify for the for the Boston Marathon, and I did do that quite a while ago. Ran uh, ran a Boston Marathon. Had a great experience. Um, you know, really pleased to be able to say that that's one of the ones that I've been able to do. And and. Uh, yeah, it's always a terrific day, Patriots Day, when uh, when that takes place. It, the one thing I can say about it, 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 you know, I could have slapped hands from the start to the finish. There's so many people lining the route, um, so many kids that are looking to just say it's it's almost like a huge block party for a 26 mile block party is the way I describe <laughs> it. And, and I'll never forget one point. I I, I got a, a a bit of a, a cramp going up a hill, and some guy came running out, red faced, all probably a little little few too many beers to drink and just started yelling at me saying come on you can't stop you can't stop and God, i was scared and i started running again <laughs> so anyway it's a it's a special experience and i wish everybody well know some people that are running it and uh yeah i'm sure they'll have a great day today maybe, maybe next year for you maybe go back no nope, no nope, it's not happening you, again you're, you're, I, I my qualifying days are, are, are beyond <laughs> i think my marathon days if you ask my wife she'll tell you my marathon days are, are, are done they're behind me uh, well, you know, I know your wife, so I can I can understand that. She would definitely tell you that. That's yeah. for sure. I'd be running away from somebody yelling at me too up there. That would definitely cure a cramp. Like, hey, look, a drunk guy telling me to make it up yep. the hill. Oh yeah, I'm gonna start running right away. That would <laughs> that would make me kind of perk up a little bit. Yeah, true story. Oh goodness. Kevin McHugh is the athletic director over at Bates College. He helps get on a lot of the uh, the coaches and athletes that come over there that uh, that have all made the rounds. And uh, he keeps Stuart Flaherty in check, which is obviously something you need to do on a regular basis. So Nice plug at Stu. Yeah, I, I do what I can. Any type of jab I can take at Stu is jab, fine. Jab at Middlesbrough, who's uh, about ready to get moved up to the EPL. There's a plug, Stu. How do you like that? <laughs> He's pretty excited about that. Yeah. 
He's been posting on Facebook about that like a madman. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah for good sure. stuff. It's great. Yeah. For more information on Bates Athletics, go to Bates.edu and click on the Athletics tab. Kevin, thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for having me. We will have more of The Breakfast Club coming up. We're here till 10. Z1055. The Breakfast Club. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.